Thank you. Thank you, President O'Donnell and the board of Christendom College. It is an honor to be with you and a joy in a particular way to be with you, dear graduates. So, with this commencement ceremony, you, dear graduates, with the grace of God, fulfill, no doubt, one of your childhood dreams, graduation from college. The past four years at Christendom College have been something, I'm sure, of a cynical experience during which the Holy Spirit has prepared you to be sent out as disciples of the Lord. You are the blessed inheritors of faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and the great Catholic tradition. You, I trust, are among those blessed in all ages to have found the pearl of great price. And here at Christendom, you have been knitted together as a family, and here you have found your place in the greater family of the church. During the past four years, you have with your classmates worshiped the living God, studied the works of the world's greatest thinkers, the history of Christendom, the natural sciences and arts, created and played together, discovered, learned, and competed together and against one another. And in all of this, you have honed skills which will serve you well as you begin the great undertaking of adult life. Here, I trust you have forged friendships, which God willing will last you a lifetime. And today, Christendom College presents you to us and invites you to take your place among the educated citizenry of our church, our nation, and the world. And we are blessed to receive you. The fulfillment today of one of your life's goals gives way to other larger dreams, dreams for fulfilling God's plans and purposes in your life. It is rightly said that only the lover sings, and analogously, there are some dreams that only the believer dreams. We possess a rich biblical, and cultural history replete with stories revealing the importance of these dreams. Witness in the Old Testament, Joseph mocked and derided by his brothers as the master dreamer. When sold into slavery, Joseph in exile became the trusted administrator of all the assets of Egypt's Pharaoh. With prophetic forgiveness, Joseph's mercy and generosity saved the lives of all of his family, the chosen people of God, in their time of need. Daniel later interpreted the dreams of kings and through these interpretations steered the course of history. And crossing into the New Testament, we witness Saint Joseph, who in fulfilling the responsibilities to protect the Holy Family, was guided by dreams of a divine origin, which exhorted him, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. And later, after the birth of Jesus, get up, hurry, and take the child and his mother into Egypt. In recent history, we witness Martin Luther King with a vision born of faith who said, I have a dream that my four children 
will one day live in a nation where they will be judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And how much closer we are today to living that reality of brotherhood than we were 50 years ago, because a believer had the courage to dream and to manifest his vision for a better world. And just this year, the sisters came to know a young woman, I'll call her Monica, it's not her name, who lives nearby us in the Bronx. The Friars of the Renewal, Father Benedict Rochelle's Friars, had recognized that grace was stirring in Monica's heart and introduced her to us, the sisters. And we encouraged her to attend one of our young women's retreats. Monica arrived complete with tattoos. For a weekend retreat, which would change her life and recapture the hope she needed to dream. Let me tell you Monica's stories in, story in her own words. And she says, I didn't have a relationship a girl needs to have with her father. I had several broken relationships with men and had seen a lot of abuse. I didn't know who I was. I felt unlovable, and yet I still wanted to give myself away. I decided to go on retreat, whose theme was perfect love casts out fear. I really wanted to believe that that was true. One of the sisters gave a conference on the dignity of being a woman made in the image and likeness of God. And when she described women as the crowning glory of creation, something happened to me. It dawned on me, I have so much to give. God made everything, and he decided to make me. The world needs me. I went to the Lord in prayer saying, Jesus, show me how to be a woman. I need to know the truth of who I am. I had been living in a world of so much anger, feeling I could never be pure again. That weekend, I knew God was saying, you have dignity. You do not need to degrade yourself. I understood then that I needed help, and it wasn't long before I was able to receive Christ's forgiveness. It made me cry because I knew I wasn't alone anymore. And all my dreams came back. And I could go on and tell you more of Monica's story, but it is a wondrous story that has ended to date by the fact that Monica became a vibrant member and leader of the young adult Catholic community in the South Bronx, and this year, after receiving a full academic scholarship, is a student at Ave Maria University, a dream she never before could have imagined for herself. In anticipating sharing this important day with you, it causes one like me to reflect and to reflect upon the challenges which lie before you. I was reminded of when I was only a few years older than you are now. It was a time for me of awakening, awakening to the reality that the dreams I had for life were so much more than my contemporaries. Why? Simply because faith in God changes everything. 
At that time, the time of my awakening, I was traveling in Ireland and came across a few lines of poetry by William Butler Yeats, beautifully calligraphied on a parchment by an artist of the Koala Press, which expressed my soul's awareness. I purchased the parchment, the parchment, and it survived a whole summer rolled up in a backpack. And upon return home, I had it framed and kept it for years within sight to remind me to hold fast to my dreams. The poet's words were these. Had I the heavens embroidered cloths, enwrought with golden and silver light, the blue and the dim and the dark cloths of night and light and the half-light, I would spread the cloths under your feet. But I, being poor, have only my dreams. I have spread my dreams under your feet. Tread softly, because you tread on my dreams. Men and women, graduates of Christendom College, to you has been given the vision of the dignity of the human person, ratified in the incarnation. Men and women, graduates of Christendom College, to you has been given the true perception of human love as gift and a privileged participation in the life-giving love of the Trinity, whose sublime beauty is manifested in self-sacrifice. Men and women, graduates of Christendom College, to you has been given the recognition that the astounding beauty and intricacy and symmetry of the natural world is but a reflection of the grandeur of God. Men and women, graduates of Christendom College, to you has been given belief in Jesus Christ, who is truth, the one who is my rock and my salvation. Young graduates, dare to dream dreams full of truth and beauty and goodness, for the world needs your dreams. Dare to dream of building a culture within our nation and beyond in which every life, every human life, is received as a gift. As graduates of this Catholic institution, you embrace the truth that every person is a masterpiece of the Creator, made in God's image to grow in his likeness, alive to the transcendent, capable of knowing and loving things visible and invisible. Each one of you was literally willed and loved into being by God and are sustained by that same love. We can only stand in awe and humility before the mystery of the human person. Today's ceremony is one of the rituals of young adult life which signifies that the stewardship of the awesome gift of your life is being passed into your hands. Receive the gift with a full measure of gratitude to your parents for the gift of life. With gratitude, receive the gift with a full measure of of gratitude toward those who by their lives, their love and their witness have led you to encounter the living God and a vision of the mystical body of Christ, his church on earth. And with gratitude to those who have shared with you the great adventure and dignity that is to be found in human life. The ways in which you steward the gift of your life is the most fundamental contribution you can make 
to building a culture of life and a civilization of love. Graduates, dare to dream of living the high calling for which you were created as the central focus of your life. Every human life is a question to which the ascent, the gift of one's love given and received totally and unreservedly is the answer. Love is therefore the fundamental and innate vocation of every human being. Creating God, creating the human race in his own image, God inscribed in the humanity of man and woman, the vocation and thus the capacity and the responsibility of love and communion. To live vocationally requires a commitment to a life of continual conversion in the Lord. Then, whatever the vocation you are blessed to receive, whether to marriage and family life, to a participation in the priesthood of Jesus Christ, total consecration to the Lord as a religious, or a, or a commitment to the Lord in the lay state, may you live your vocation with such vision that your life contributes to the building of the earthly city, the human culture, in ways befitting the human person. Graduates, dare to dream of living always within the bonds of communion founded in the Eucharistic Lord. As you depart this hallowed place, you will engage a wider, more difficult world, yet at the same time, a world replete with potential and possibilities. Therefore, to steady your life's course, seek bonds of community with other believers who will champion your aspirations call you to accountability, strengthen your Christian resolve to walk humbly with God amid polyphony of discordant voices, and challenge you to hold open your hands to the gift of God's grace and light, which is given equally in days of delight and difficulty. I pray your life will be a compelling sign of contradiction. Find friends, and points of cooperation among those who do not share your beliefs. And to those who oppose your good purpose, remember the words of St. Augustine from the City of God. But let this city bear in mind that among our most declared enemies, there are now some unknown to themselves who are destined to become our friends. Graduates, dare to dream of being truly free men and women. The freedom you seek is most profoundly that freedom given us by God that we may choose to love and follow the way of transformation in Christ, allowing ourselves to become a total self-gift to another. We grow in this precious freedom by loving others in the words of Mother Teresa, until it hurts. And as we love, we grow in our capacity for love. Christians throughout the world in this Easter season celebrate our final and definitive liberation, the freedom of the sons and daughters of God. The church's celebrations are founded on the reality that as prophesied by Isaiah, we have been ransomed by a savior, Jesus Christ, who came to set the captives free. 
we rejoice in the freedom won for us by so great and loving a God. Seize that freedom. Promise yourself that throughout your lives, you will avail yourself of the sacrament which frees one from bondage and secure that freedom. As you leave here today, promise yourselves that throughout your life, you will receive from the treasury of grace at Holy Mass, in times of personal prayer, and in praise and adoration of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, and then be witnesses to the greatest freedom of all, men and women fully alive in the Lord and capable of reflecting the glory of God. In living a life united to Christ by faith and by grace, you are promised a future full of hope and given entrance to a world whose boundaries push beyond the near and crippling horizons of the post-Christian culture. Be assured that it is this same transcendent world for which modern man's heart longs. And therefore, in the words of Pope John Paul II, I say to you, dear graduates, do not let hope die. Stake your lives on it. We are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures. We are the sum of our Father's love for us and our real capacity to become the image of his son. And then, young men and women, graduates today of Christendom College, in the days and the years of your lives, be the heralds of undreamed of but longed for realities to all those who do not know Jesus Christ. May God bless you.